You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Giant Turkey is a little over the line, my man. We're back on The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming, and we're going to continue on this week's episode, another In the Dub segment. In fact, it's a U-Sport update as well as uh, my guest today uh, is a former WHLer who is currently uh, playing U-Sport hockey. And uh, one of the leading scorers right now in Canada West, a couple weeks ago I had Matt Alfaro on from the UFC Dinos. He is the leading scorer, but hot on his heels, Grayson Polinchuk of the University of Alberta Golden Bears. And uh, Grayson, uh, welcome back to the Pipeline Show. It's been a while. Talked to you when you were uh, with the Red Deer Rebels, uh, but uh, glad to catch up with you now. How are things? Uh, they've been good, yeah. It's been a few years since I've been on, so thanks again for having me. Oh, no problem whatsoever. Tell me about this season uh, for for you and for the Golden Bears. Uh, I think we're we're used to seeing the the U of A uh, at the top of the the Canada West standings, so that's nothing new. But uh, boy, you've uh, you've definitely taken your offense to a whole new level this year. Um, yeah, I know. Definitely had a good start. I think kind of coming into this year, uh, we have something like fourteen new players, so we lost a lot of guys last year, and uh, weren't exactly sure how things were going to shape up, but. Uh, our team's come together together pretty well here. Like, we've played well for the most part this year, and uh, it kind of shows through the record. But for myself personally, just kind of knowing that we're losing big guys, uh, I knew that I was going to have to play a bit bigger of a role this year. And I think uh, definitely confidence-wise and playing-wise, I've been a lot better than I have probably in the past like few years at least. So it's been a good year for both the team and myself. Yeah, team is 14 and two uh, through 16 games this year uh, so far. Uh, this weekend, uh, connecting against the uh, Saskatchewan Huskies, so that'll be a, a nice rivalry game uh, coming up. Actually, sorry, that's uh, not until January, right? You guys are off now until uh, after Christmas. Yeah, so we're off now for a while. We have uh, two exhibition games right after Christmas against uh, MRU, as well as Nate, that's right, the Claire right. Drake, and then uh, the following weekend we go to. Saskatchewan to play the Huskies there. Right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for correcting me on that. I have, uh, <laughs> just looking at the schedule and just see that Saskatchewan's <laughs> next and thinking it's this weekend. Uh, my bad for that. Um, you mentioned the uh, the uh, the changeover in uh, roster from last year for uh, for the Golden Bears, but every year it's basically a WHL All Star team, isn't it? I mean, you got so many guys who you've probably played with or against uh, that you're uh, siding up with now with the Golden Bears. Uh, it's you know, even though they they might be uh, uh, new teammates, uh, they're certainly not new faces for you. And that does that make things easier? Uh, yeah, I think it kind of does. Like, with all the like, new guys coming in, uh, all of us have something in common. Like we all played, or I coming from the Western League, and we played against each other. I mean, even though they're all new players, they're all top end players in the Western League before that, as well as a lot of them being captains of their teams. They're all leaders as well. So it makes for an easy transition, kind of having those new guys come in when you know that they're going to fit the culture here. Who have your line mates been for the most part this year, Grayson, or, or does that change uh, often? Does Coach Herbers uh, mix things up a lot? I He usually plays from the same. Uh, so the start of the year, I was playing with Soy and Samson. Uh, we ran into a few injury problems where uh, we had guys kind of subbing in for each other, kind of stuff like that. They're almost the main kind of line I was on and then lately since uh, we played Calgary which I believe is at the start of November when uh, Butcher came back I've been playing with Butcher and Allery as my two line mates and it's been like that since then uh, and I guess I mean does, is there any connection to the the big jump in offensive numbers for you this year with the, the guys that you're playing with does that have something to do with it 
Uh, I think that definitely does. I mean, when you're playing, the line mates have had this year all uh, top players. They're top players in the Western League as well. They are here, so it definitely helps playing with them. Uh, I think last year, too, when I was playing with Philip and McGee, it was kind of the same thing where they're two top players. I think that really helped me uh, kind of transition into being more offensive as well as having a lot more confidence when I play, too. So I think kind of playing with guys like that for anyone, I mean, it'll help you put up uh, better numbers than before. For sure. 13 goals last year, 22 points uh, through the 28 games in the regular season, then had five more in the five playoff games. But this year, you're already up to 21 points. You're going to blow past last year's numbers uh, with ease. Um, Grayson, uh, when uh, there's there's news now, the news this week that uh, you get to go play against uh, Canada's World Junior Team uh, in their camp, uh, and there's a number of you from Canada West who'll be doing that. That's that's pretty cool. That's got to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's going to be a cool experience. Kind of a few years older than the World Junior players now, but uh, when I was in the West League, I played against them when they were I believe 16 and 17. Yeah. And now you can just kind of see the numbers, how they've grown, and then uh, now kind of getting a chance to play against them again when I feel like that I've grown as a player as well and gotten better. So it'll be an interesting uh, game to play against them to see kind of how things go. Did you ever have the uh, opportunity to play represent Canada? I know you've played, you know, uh, Alberta Cup and things like that, but uh, ever worn the Maple Leaf? Um, so yeah, I played in Alberta Cup and then for Team Alberta, and then I actually made uh, team Pacific, but then I broke my elbow and didn't get to play in the tournament. Right. And then uh, I tried out for the U18 team, but didn't make that one. Well, and obviously you're not playing in the World Junior, but you kind of get to uh, have an influence at least on on uh, preparing that team. It's not the same, uh, but uh, to, to be, I guess, in some way part of the process, it's got to feel a little bit special. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I guess it's not the same, but uh, yeah. it'll still be interesting to see like when um, uh, Boxing Day comes around when like the World Juniors are starting up and all those big games and watching them from home, it'll be kind of interesting to like know that uh, we're part of like the trial process and playing against them before to help prep them for the for the tournament there. Uh, Grayson Polinchek of the U of A Golden Bears is my guest uh, here on the Pipeline Show in our U Sport update. And uh, I mentioned former Red Deer Rebel. And when you look back at your your time in the Western Hockey League, what sort of what sort of things that stand out for you? Uh, definitely, uh, stepping from field pro, and then signing it up to, uh, in the CIS league, which is another, uh, I believe, stepping stone to go pro as well. Uh, definitely top notch league here as well, but kind of when I was in Red Deer, it helps prepare you for that. You figure like professionals, um, you're expected to play your best every night, and there's a lot expected of you, and, um, you kind of help prepare you for one, Either going pro or senior, but as well as like the uh, real business world out there, if that's what you end up doing. Grayson, I know uh, you had some injury issues during your time in Red Deer, and um, so there were you had some hurdles definitely. But what were some of the highlights for you or for the team uh, while you were wearing uh, wearing that jersey? Yeah, I think kind of the thing I always remember the most about uh, my time in Red Deer is probably being able to play in the Memorial Cup. Right. Uh, I feel like a team should have been able to win our league, although we didn't, but I think we had the team for it. But uh, either way, getting to play at the Memorial Cup kind of in that environment, and obviously being uh, home, uh, uh, the home team there, we had the home crowd. Those were 
all pretty crazy crowds, and uh, it was a really cool experience to be a part of. When your WHL career was uh, done, your eligibility was up. You, you actually did have a, a one-game uh, uh, adventure in the ECHL with the uh, Wichita Thunder, uh, just dipping your toe in the in the waters there and, and testing it before you decided the U-sport route. Um, what did uh, going down to Wichita kind of uh, – how did that help you decide which way you were going to go? Uh, I think that in a way I kind of somewhat had my decision made before, but kind of going, I just wanted to see what – uh, kind of the pro game was about, uh, like you said, I got to the last regular season game, and then uh, I did play a couple of playoff games, actually, but uh, it was just interesting to see kind of what their league is about, how it compared to the Western League, and then for me, I kind of just thought um, that I only, with like, the WHL scholarship, you want to use it, and uh, it's something that you get to keep, that you'll have forever once you complete your education. Right. So I kind of think I could we kind of made my decision to come here and then to give pro a chance after I was done my school. Sure. Uh, I mean, the players I've talked to uh, that are in your shoes now, I mean, most of them say that, you know, the ECHL or the American League or Europe, they're all going to be there for you after uh, you're, uh, you're done in U-sports, so might as well make use of, use of your uh, scholarship package uh, while you can. What are you studying while you're playing? I'm currently in business for uh, – doing my major in something so we'll see how that goes but uh so far i find it interesting and how has the uh, the scholarship worked for you is it is it uh, fairly easy or is there is it complicated at times or, or how does that work out for you i no, it's a fairly easy uh process through like the uh, that we kind of go through and so pretty much he just sends us like there's like three forms explains your scholarship uh, the amount, and then we fill out a form saying what school we're going to, like all that, and then uh, that's really it. Like once we're enrolled in the school, they also send to them. They pay for pay for as much needed as well as textbooks. We just buy the textbooks and then send the receipt back to him. So uh, it's a really easy process for us. And uh, if we have any questions, we can either just email Greg himself or even ask him. Uh, I coach a GM here that are knowledgeable on it as well. Well, and you you played uh, five, actually a little bit of uh, six seasons in the Western Hockey League, so you got five full years uh, of uh, education and uh, tuition paid for. So uh, that's great for your for you and, and moving forward, just kind of a something you don't have to worry about. That's going to be a little bit of a comfort. Yeah, but, um, once you're in school, you kind of you know, try to better pay it, and uh, you can like have all their loans to pay for their tuition and stuff like that. Uh, the WHL scholarship is definitely uh, huge, like us players again, like something that will help us a lot while we're in school and once we're done to not have those debts like a lot of students do. Grayson, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about, well, it's a, a, an awkward subject to get into, but uh, of hockey culture. And uh, it's certainly uh, come up in the news at uh, multi-levels here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, when you were in the WHL, and, and, and I, I guess it's a far-ranging sort of topic, you know, in, in regards to, to hazing or uh, racial, uh, you know, insults or slurs on the ice, and just some people are saying that uh, that hockey is uh, too toxic of an environment, uh, the, the hockey culture. Um, for you, what was your experience like? Because I know, hey, your head coach has kind of uh, got the target on him right now, your former head coach. Uh, yeah, and I've definitely seen it all over Twitter and stuff like that. Um, especially like on Twitter. I don't like to get involved. I kind of feel like 
writing on Twitter is kind of can be misleading a bit, but uh, my experience there, uh, I definitely had no problem with Grant. He was always great to me. Uh, he's actually a pretty great person, especially away from the rink. I've seen him do a lot of uh, kind of good deeds for other people and helping out other people. Uh, he's always good with like uh, giving the team money to have like pizza parties with my dressing room attendants or for the team to go out for meals or stuff like that. So. Uh, my time there, I was always treated well, treated like a professional. And then at the rink, he, he expects a lot from us and uh, expects us to act like pros, to be like pros. There's a certain standard that he expects us to meet. Um, I feel that at point or at times, like especially after losses, obviously, he could be a little hard, but I was only uh, put on us as we deserve and through the how we clean since. Uh, to come in my area, but um, I would never categorize what he did as any kind of abuse or mental abuse or anything like that. So, uh, for me personally, my experience there was great. I have no problems or anything, and kind of all this social media stuff, I feel it's kind of reaching on a few things lately. All right, well, Grayson, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck the rest of the way this year with the, uh, with the Golden Bears, and uh, have fun taking on Canada there uh, leading up to Christmas. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks again for having me on. That's uh, Grayson Polinchuk of the University of Alberta Golden Bears. Let's just say I hate cell phones. Sometimes I hate cell phones. And uh, that was a really good conversation with some uh, very worthy topics. And uh, cell phone service uh, gets in the way a little bit. I've gone back and I've listened to it a couple of times. And in a couple of spots, you have to listen pretty close, but you can hear what he's saying. But unfortunate uh, how technology, uh, as awesome as technology can be, sometimes it lets us down. And uh, unfortunately, cell phones and uh, radio shows or podcasts uh, don't always go hand in hand. Anyway, I appreciate uh, the uh, Golden Bears uh, for helping set up that interview with Grayson and uh, for Grayson uh, for his time. Up next on the show, a 2020 draft spotlight segment. Defenseman from the Chicago Steel. His name is Luke Reed. He is playing in the World Junior A Challenge but not for Canada. He's from Warman, Saskatchewan, and uh, grew up playing in Canada all his life. But he is a dual citizen, and he is dressing for the United States. Get to know Luke Reed next here on the Pipeline Show. Hey, this is Brock Besser from the Waterloo Blackhawks. Hey, it's Kyle Connor from Youngstown Fans. I'm Mr. Gergensen from Dubuque Flying Sane. Hi, it's Ali Tolvin from Sioux City Musketeers. Hi, this is Ryan Patolny, former player with the Lincoln Stars. This is Cooper Marodi from the Sioux Falls Stampede. Blake McLaughlin from the Chicago Steel. Hey, this is Sam Gagne, formerly of the Sioux City Musketeers of the USHL. Hey, I'm Wade Allison from the Tri-City Storm. Hi, this is Tom Gilbert, former Chicago Steel player. Jack Curry from the Waterloo Blackhawks. It's Casey Middlestaff from the Green Bay Gamblers, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. From the organization that brought you Mark Messier, Matt Benning, and Ian Mitchell, Spruce Grove Saints Junior A Hockey is officially back for the 2019-2020 season with all the action taking place at the Grant Fear Arena in Spruce Grove. With tickets starting at just $15 per person, AJHL Hockey provides some quality entertainment. For more information, visit www.sprucegrovesaints.com. 
Dot C-A.